Another Tuesday means another Dougley Durong and Big O Show. Show. What is up, Finn fans? Yes, it's another Tuesday, which means I got Big O back on the show. We got another collab going on, breaking down what happened Sunday. We got a lot to talk about from offensive players to play calling to where the team's going, if you should jump ship, all that good stuff. Before we jump into that, got to shout out my guys at patchvibes.com. Be sure to check them out. Check out their fantastic patches, t-shirts, pins, all that good stuff. Use the promo code DDW2. You get yourself 20% off. That is patchvibes.com. And also don't forget about backroom collections. They have a ton of fantastic artwork. You can see it popping up around my head. Or if you're listening to the podcast, which I'll talk about in a second, you cannot see it popping up around my head. But go to backroomcollections.net. Go grab yourself some fantastic artwork. Use the promo code DDW. Get yourself 10% off. And like I just said five seconds ago, also check out the podcast. It is on Spotify right now. I'm trying to get it on Apple and all these other places. But uh, you can also hear this on the podcast. And I'm going to be having special podcast episodes that aren't on the YouTube. And there's some YouTube episodes that aren't on the podcast. So uh, be sure to follow the podcast and also subscribe here. But other than that, let's jump into what me and Big O had to talk about. Another day, another show with the Big O Show. How you doing, bud? How you doing with uh, this uh, Monday? Hanging in there, hanging in there, and then trying to walk people off the ledge, I guess, at this point, because everybody's given up and season's gone to shit and we're, we're done we're out of here fire everybody throw the baby in the bathwater out you know <laughs> everything is just that's kind of where it's at right now for a lot of people although i i, I just can't i can't put myself there yet i just right. no i'm not ready yet i'm sorry it's way no, I, I, I give it like like normally it takes like a few weeks for the team to get in that groove because playing preseason is not the same like playing the regular season i give it to like week four week five so that's why i'm giving it till next week we'll see if they don't beat the colts i, I might oh they gotta have to the talk colts. me off the ledge <laughs> no they, they got they gotta beat the colts because they've got to go two and two yes you know they're gonna lose against the bucks and that whether they were playing well or not we didn't expect them to beat the bucks 100 so you expected that to be a loss so you go two and three and you get to a back and then maybe now hope because unfortunately uh jacoby Brissett does not give me any hope whatsoever no when you're you're as slow as molasses and <laughs> that's just he know, did break he, that safety's ankles though i'll give him that yeah i know how i mean that safety probably i think he retired uh <laughs> morning, i think I think it was just one of those the dude, slowest shake by Jacoby. You, you, you gotta go, bro. You gotta go. Oh you know? my gosh. Uh, I've never, I, I think I've never seen a shake happen. that bad. He was like left, right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like wow. you were saying, we were, I, um, <laughs> it's like, he plays in slow motion. Like all I need is John Facenda and the music, <laughs> you know, and all that, you know? I think if I, I honestly that, think, I, I have I have perfect NFL highlights with Jacoby Brissett. I think the safety thought he was going to. I just feel like that six billion dollar man music as he dun, as dun, he dun, throws dun, that dun. out pattern to Jacoby on the fourth down. You know, but oh, like man. you said, you know, uh, we win this game coming up two and two. 
where I, no, no one ex- hey we might surprise the world but no one expects us to be the bucks then we got the jags and the falcons that's two wins bills yeah. all right but then you got the texans and we still got to play the jets twice we're sweeping them the giants we're gonna beat them so everyone right take a deep I, I, yes exactly just uh, chill out and you played like shit and you still almost had a chance to win this game with your backup quarterback. Okay. And then last week, I know you got your ass kicked, but if everybody hangs on to the damn ball at halftime, we're only talking about a disastrous half. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just like, we're, we're, we're like so close to like feeling a little different. I'm not ready with everybody else. Hey, fire flow. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Rear can't pick anybody. The old line, like, I'm not ready to give up on anything. No. I actually saw Austin Jackson pancake a guy yesterday mm-hmm. and drive him into the ground. I'm like, well, there's hope. <laughs> okay, maybe the kid, you know, it's going to take him a little while. It's only his second year, third mm-hmm. game. Maybe there's some hope. I, which one of us, how many of us started a job and we, you know, something brand new and we, we dominated from the get-go? No, we make mistakes and we learn. And so... I'm sorry if I'm not there with some of you all out there that you want to light the world on fire. I'm not there yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not there. Me neither. Not Looking there. at the, we'll start with the good, right? The defense was was pretty good, you know, up until the point where we just they had to stop them. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, you know, 14 nothing. We had a pick, a Landon Roberts. Of all the people to get a pick six, a Landon Roberts. Right. The guy you don't want in coverage. <laughs> Think about that. Just think about that. There's a reason why they didn't keep Bernardrick McKinney. Right? They couldn't have two two down linebackers. You know what I mean? But they kept one of them. Looks like they picked the right one that was going to be at the right place at the right time there. You know? So My question is, cool. how did Henry Ruggs not catch up to him and make a tackle to stop that pick six? Yeah, like, he must have. He, like, gave up. Yeah, he was like. I mean, Jalen Phillips was trailing. So he's like, oh, God, I got to get over Jalen Phillips. Screw that. You know, and so at that point, he was like, you know, I'm not getting past Jalen Phillips. He's going to block me. I won't get I won't get to the fat linebacker. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, so that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, the defense, but that was the, good. defense was pretty good for a good portion of that game. You know, the John Gruden going for third and one and then go for fourth and one. And we oh, he had no respect. He, he, Zeller he, and Jenkins with the stops yeah. like yes. it was good. But then. Do you think that the offensive struggling is on more the offensive line or this play calling? I think it's a mixture of everything. Mm. And, and, and I'm wondering, I said this on the show today, when you're inside the five and you continue to run the wildcat and then you keep trying to run it in, did Flo tell the offensive coordinators, don't put the ball in Brissett's hands? Mm. Instead of going for the 50-yard field goal, you go for it on fourth down because you want to go for the win mm-hmm. instead and continue to drive. You settled for the 50-yard field goal. And so th- there were moments, and then they started throwing at the end of the game is when they started throwing. At the, they didn't have a pass till like towards the end of the game. And why? Because they had no choice. They were down double digits. They had to throw the ball. So all of a sudden, so I really wonder, is it the offensive coordinators or is it flow not trusting Brissett? Because remember a couple of weeks ago, he comes in, he throws this ugly ass interception that <laughs> you're like, wow. And then he throws that brain fart in his end zone, <laughs> which let, let me explain something to you guys. There's no way that they called that play. Mm-hmm. 
he did that on his own. Mm -hmm. One, when you do that play, no, go look at it. Go look on my uh, go look on my Twitter feed. I I explained it. When you go that play, it's a snap and throw. Mm -hmm. You don't move. You don't even look that way, because the guy's already seven eight yards yeah. off, right? Because Waddle's so fast. So you're supposed to snap and throw right mm -hmm. away. It's a quick twitch type of move. My man snaps, looks, takes a step back and throws. Freaking lobs By that time, the DB closes in on you and it's over. Not that that's a good play in the first place, mm -hmm. but the fact that the way he threw it, you can tell he brain farted. Mm -hmm. Because that's not one where you make any moves to that way. You cannot sell it at any point. He freaking telegraphed the damn thing. You know what I mean? And that was the problem with that play. And so I'm just wondering, are these brain farts happening even in practice? And they're looking at each other going, holy shit. Mm -hmm. And 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 really what here's here's where I'm pissed. OK. Why'd you sign him? I, I like, you know, if he's got to play and he's got to play like Brian Hoyer, then, dude, why the hell did you sign him? Mm hmm. I mean, you have no confidence in the guy. Now, watching him play, I have no confidence in him. <laughs> he has no anticipation skills. He has to wait till the receiver actually makes the break so he can throw it because he's got a big arm. But he's got that, that um, um, damn it, uh, what's the, the, the quarterback's coach uh, for uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, Leftwich. Yes. He's got that Byron Leftwich wind-up eight seconds throw that's why byron left which could never be a good qb mm -hmm. because by the time he he wound his arm up the safety on the other side of the field was all the way over there at that time okay it wasn't only the db it was like a conglomerate of dbs out there because they could tell when when uh he was throwing because he was so slow in his mm -hmm. delivery and deliberate in his delivery he has some of that in him and so after watching him yesterday I felt even worse about it. I'm almost at the point, and I know they'll never do it, but I'd rather watch Reed Sinnott do something back there because he has, he can move around. You know what I mean? I, I watched the kid. I know it was against third stringers and four yeah. stringers. I get all of that. But that that was the depressing thing about it. It wasn't so much the loss. It wasn't so much the defense gave up plays when they when they shouldn't be giving up plays. It wasn't so much the struggles on offense at times or the conservative play, it's that that guy, that guy's not good, dude. That guy is, that that guy is limited. And, mm -hmm. and we were fortunate to be in that game, even with him. It's amazing. Yeah. No, no, no confidence in him at all. They don't have confidence in him. And like taking the day to sit back and watch it again, it, there was like, when they, even when they started to throw the ball down the field, he was even like, like the one pass to um, Fuller, and not and we'll get to the other one. That's going to be another subject we'll talk about in itself. When he was going running up the, the left sideline, he was completely covered. And when he threw the ball, instead of trying to throw it more towards the sideline to give Fuller a chance, right. he threw it more towards the hash mark. Right. No one. Right. It was so, and like you said, with that, with that just stupid call, if he, I feel like maybe he thought to himself, this is a dumb call, and maybe that's why he had a brain fart. You had Shaheen running across. If you thought it was a brain fart, just dump it to Shaheen across the middle. Like, right. And then don't lob it to him where Waddle has to jump in. Right. That's the other thing. Right. That's, you know, it's like, come on, dude. I mean, where, where there's no way the coaches thought of that. Yeah. There's no way. 
There's no way. It's impossible. Like maybe that was a distraction. Maybe him being there was supposed to drive the corner up. Or maybe you're supposed to pump. You ever thought of that? Like pump, then hit Shaheen. Exactly. You know, he got Parker over the top because of the break. And oh, I got to do, we got to do the film breakdown. Check that out because dumbest call. And I I, I was saying during my live stream that I I think that was dumber than that fake punt the Colts tried to run a few years ago where they got the guy under center. It was just like, no, it's right up there with Pete Carroll saying, why Marshawn Lynch? Who needs just Marshawn five yards Lynch? Average. You know why? You know, uh, yeah. It's 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 a bad call. It was a it was just a bad play by a player who you know. Just think about it. it what look at how the game developed, and they had no. They don't have faith in him. No. They can tell you whatever they want. <laughs> You know, and he could stand up there with all his swag that I'm a starter and this and that. And all. He, I, I said it today also. He reminds me of uh, Emmanuel, um, the, the kid from uh, Florida State. Bert, no, not Bert. Um, what's his name? I forgot the guy's name. Uh, somebody reminded me on the show of it. But a couple of years back, he came out of school and it was the same EJ Manuel. That's okay. it. Yes, yes. EJ Manuel had the same. EJ Manuel thought he was a superstar. He wasn't even close to being anything, but he thought he was a superstar. Every time he talked about his confidence and this and that and all that, this is what this kid reminds me of. He reminds me of that, and he cannot, no matter what he thinks, mm-hmm. he's not even close to what he thinks he is. You know, the but the like you you talk about it a lot. This team has heart, and the fact that yeah. they gave up twenty five unanswered, and we still went to overtime just the fight in the heart in the seam and yeah you know we're, we're crapping on Brissett because he deserves it but well that's two points you missed a field goal so that's five points we didn't ever get if into that overtime. happens we win the game right you never get into overtime so it is important i mean as bad as you played you easily could have won that game i that's why my crazy ass picked them in this game <laughs> i actually picked them because Everybody was shitting on them and mm-hmm. everybody's counting them out. And all I've ever seen from Flo and his teams are fight and adversity and they bounce back and they don't give up. And even in the first year when they got their asses kicked, oh, and seven, they figured out a way to start winning after that. And so I banked on that and I was right to mm-hmm. a certain extent. They fought. They just, you know, made a little too many mistakes to to get over the hump. And like you said, it's the same thing last week with the Bills. <clears throat> We're in the red zone twice. Could have been 14-14 halftime. It's the little, it's the little things. It's the little things that that'll get you where you need to go. And it's funny that you said that you picked, you know, you picked them. I tend when it comes to my fantasy football, I always I have the hor- most horrible luck, right? If I would have drafted Waddle, he would have been injured by now. Like I just have the hor- most horrible luck. Right. So I thought I'm going to pick up the Raiders defense and I'm going to start them and then the Dolphins are going to go off and we're going to win. Well, I started them, and the Dolphins went off, and I only got four points on that defense, but we still lost. So like, right. They only got two sacks. You know exactly. what I mean? They actually ran the ball yesterday. You want positives? They ran for 130-something yards. What was it? I, I wrote it down in my notes here. Um, you got Gaskin, 13 for 65. Mm-hmm. That's five yards of carry. Seven for 31 for Brown. And Brissett added seven for 37. The other question I have is, why didn't you run more then? Yeah, exactly. Like, they were having some success, 
Let the fat guys punch people in the mouth. They're, they, they're running, uh, uh, offensive linemen love running the ball because when you're pass protecting, you're getting hit mm-hmm. and you're fending off. When you're run blocking, you're hitting, mm-hmm. you're pounding them. And so offensive linemen always love to run the ball over pass protection every day of the week and twice on Sundays. But you also have to remember, these are all young linemen. Yeah. I hate to make this whole bag of excuses, but it's it's the facts. In college football now, you don't have road graders because they don't run the ball anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all a passing league. So the hardest thing now is to figure out if a guy can actually run block. Yeah, You see them in pass pro all game long, but you rarely see them put their hand on the ground and drive a dude back several yards. Very few of them. Unless they're like, you know, like the kid from Oregon. That is just one of those physical freaks that like, well, that guy can do whatever the hell he wants on the field. You know, so it's easy to scout that guy. The rest of the guys that we have fall into that category that they all were probably pass blocking like crazy instead of run blocking. And so that's why it takes them a little while to figure it out if they can do it at this level. And that was one of the things that I pointed out. I even talked about it a few times is they, they, they tend to like defer from the run game a lot. Miles Gaskin, Ahmed Brown, they had like 4.3, five yards of carry, but they kept deferring from it. And I felt like at the pivotal time where we were up 14, nothing, that's when they really should have started for, like in the end zone. Like I, I still think it probably would have been a safety if we tried to run it at that point, but get out of the end zone and then just start running the ball because these guys were getting runs. They were they were moving the ball forward, and it just seems like every game they tr- they they start to veer away from it when it starts to become successful. And I it, I agree. I don't I, agree. I don't get it. But the the play that and I was talking about that in a vi- video I recorded today. Uh, the the play that was burned in my head all night last night and all day today was the non pi call on Will Fuller in the oh yeah. Zone. Yeah, we win that game. Like, yeah. take everything else. All right, you know, we give them two points, miss the field, all that stuff. We get the ball on the one yard line. I don't care. We are winning that game. Yeah. How do they not call that flag? I don't know. I mean, they called the other one, and it was also a Mac, and that was interference also. And they called that one. And I don't have a problem making a call when it's obvious the way mm-hmm. that was. And you should have called that one. And I know it was kind of a, a you know, it happened quickly like it normally does, but it was so clear that it was a penalty in the back of the end zone. That that part to me and you, and you could tell by by being wrapped up, he would have had a shot because it went right through his hands, yep. but he didn't get an opportunity to close. So because he didn't get the opportunity to close, he couldn't put his hands on it. But that's because he was being interfered in the process. And to me, I don't know why in the when, I guess they were tired of the game already as it is, and they wanted to go home. It's Vegas, dude. You know, maybe they wanted to hit the the tables. You know, hey, man, my flight's at at midnight. Let's go. You know, I want to get in a couple of hands. Let's go, you know. (laughs) So, I don't know. Maybe the referees had had to go hang out with uh, Tim Donaghy from the NBA. You know, I have no idea. Yeah, because. By the way, that's the NBA referee that got arrested and all that for for point shaving. Against teams. Yeah, yes. because, and there's a ref right there. I'll pop the picture up so people watching can see it. There's a ref standing right there looking 
yes. as the Raiders DB has his hand on Fuller's shoulder, essentially pulling him back while he has his hands out. Last year, they tossed the ball up. Byron Jones gets the, you know, defensive pass interference. They get the ball on the freaking 10 yard line. I know. But now I us, it, it, right. I just can't, when stuff like that happens, it just, I can't get over it. Like the Steelers Dolphins. Like game. they worked so hard all week long to put themselves in that position. And you've got a dude deciding the game mm -hmm. you know, today. I had Omar on, like we always do every Monday. And he was like, well, I, I don't like referees making calls at the end of games. I go, I don't mind making calls at the end of the games. If you were dumb enough to commit the penalty, yeah, 100%. call the damn penalty, mm -hmm. whether it's against my team or not, as long as it's a, a legitimate penalty, I can, it'll suck, but I'll live with it. Okay. I'll pick on the player instead and say, dude, why did you do that? What the exactly. hell's wrong with you? You know, that kind of stuff. I mean, hell, I deal with it every week with the Miami Hurricanes. There's nobody more poorly coached than Manny Diaz, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, they, they, their players are like Amari Carter was targeting in every other game. He was getting ejected for targeting. You know what I mean? They, they finally said, uh, let's make him a linebacker because we don't want him coming from speed because he doesn't know anything else but to hit with his head, you know, that kind of stuff. So I can deal with stupidity happens it happens i do it all the time i'm stupid sometimes <laughs> but i i can't stand it when a referee swallows the whistle yeah in a moment that decides the game and now you're deciding by sh by swallowing that whistle when the player caused the penalty because the other one was open and he didn't want him to catch it so damn it call the play please because it's going to go both ways yeah like you said it's going to go both ways so let's make sure we do it, you know, evenly instead of unevenly where mm -hmm. last year we get it and this year we don't. That's a bunch of crap. Do you think they should bring back the challenging the pass interference? Yes, definitely. I, I don't, don't mind waiting. That, that gives me another opportunity to go take a leak, dude. I'm 50. <laughs> uh, my prostate's small. So <laughs> go ahead. Go check out the play, man. I, I, all these people. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, instant replay. No, you know, what's important is to get the call, right? Yeah, exactly. So every, exactly. you know, the players and the coaches work their asses off fans spend a lot of money. We had a lot of Dolphins in Las Vegas this weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay. A ton of Dolphins have spent a lot of good hard earned money to be there. They deserve the call also, not just the players. Everybody deserves it because that's the way the game should be played. And if we need something to police you, hell yeah bring me back those challenges i have no problem those are the moments you want to challenge more than anything we would have uh, like i said it, it, it's burning because we should have won that game off of that it burned it's like the uh steelers game i don't know remember how many years ago it was home and ben roethlisberger fumbles oh yes and it, in the end zone so it's either a touchdown for the steelers or the dolphins ball and they said oh inconclusive redo the play i remember i lost it and a yeah. Dolphin player came out of the, the pile with the ball. Mm -hmm. I, and we lost that game. And I lost it. I was like, you can't do that. It's one or the other. It's not just redo the play. It's fine. Just Yeah, right. <laughs> redoing the play, you're redoing the game <laughs> by doing that. You know, yeah. you're giving somebody else life that didn't deserve it at that moment. That's that's just wrong on every level. So, yeah, I felt I felt bad that we didn't get that call at the end, considering everything that went on, because... Uh, I, you know, I walked away at least admiring the fight in the team. Yeah. Well, I know they're not good enough right now, and I know they're having their issues and all of that, but uh, I, I did come away 
proud that most people gave up on them and didn't give them a chance, and they had every chance to win that game. And I was impressed with that, at least. Last thing we're going to talk about is what the, the offense can do, right? Because we're in, we're in agreement that the, the, what's holding this team back is the offense. We need to oh, score yeah. more points to give the defense more rest. What could they do? Is it a, a different offensive line, um, you know, mix and match? Is it maybe just one OC? Is it hopefully two is back? Is it a different quarterback? What do you think the Dolphins offense can do to play better? Dedicate themselves to the run more over the next couple of weeks. Try to build confidence into this offensive line. Get a quick passing game going. You've got, as you establish a run, you've got to learn to take your deep shots in every quarter and keep them honest. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, you'll get uh, five guys that will pick up confidence in their abilities. And then you get Tua back, and now you can go and really do everything that you need. But right now, you've got to win against the Colts this week. Yeah, You've got to find a way to establish the run over the next two weeks. Try to play your game now and, and try to build the confidence of that line. Because when Tua comes back, you know, I talked about this on my show today. We're going to get to a really, really difficult fork in the road, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you where we're going, and I know where we're going because I've done this for a long time. Two is at a fork in the road, and it's not so much about his play. It's about his health. Yeah. If he gets injured one more time, he will not have any support pretty much throughout the Dolphin Nation. And if you're the Dolphin front office you knew you drafted a, a, a fragile player. You knew you drafted an often injured player and he hasn't played one in one complete season. And he's already been injured twice because that second time that, that'll come, hopefully it doesn't, but if it happens, it's going to get really ugly in dolphin nation. It's going to get really ugly for flow and the front office because people are going to abandon because you missed out. That's what they're going to say on the quarterback. And because of the way Herbert's playing, yeah, that doesn't help you. Every week, he put up stats again yesterday. And yesterday, he beat a good team for the first time mm -hmm. in Kansas City. It helps that Kansas City was really stupid on fourth down, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, he, they gave him the game. Kansas City, by the way, has not played good football mm -mm. since deep, uh, since early in the season last year. They've been playing that kind of crazy football that they know they're so gifted mm. that they can fall behind. Like, I don't know if you're a Heat fan, but uh, when we had the big three during the regular season, they would get lackadaisical and they would fall behind on teams by 10, 15, 20 points. And they knew they were so good. They could storm back and win. And they did it over and over and over again and all that kind of stuff. And that's why Kansas City has kind of, I think, fallen a little back. They're still great. Mm -hmm. but they're not playing up to their potential. But the Chargers won. The guy got a big win against a big team. And then all of a sudden now you're watching Tua break down. So this is going to create a lot of tension in the Dolphin community. And you need to fix your line when he gets back. There are no other fixes. Mm -mm. You're not going to find street free agents that are really going to make a difference. 
at this point, those kind of players are done. And that's why they're out there on the couch with us watching the games. It's up to the, the, the guys you drafted. You got to, and in the, in the end, you got to find out whether they can play or not. Yeah. You invested all these picks. You might as well play them now and find out what you have in these players. And that way, by the end of the season, you can say keeper, keeper, nope, nope, keeper, you know, that kind of stuff. And then you can filter out those guys. And maybe what you should do is not draft two more, but maybe what you should do is go buy two that yeah. are really good to go along with the young ones that you do like. And then all of a sudden now, then you can go draft a young guy or two to learn behind the veterans and the established young guys. That's what you do right now. But you've got for now, you've got to stay within what you have and you've got to find out what you have and you got to hope to build on what you did this past week. You ran the ball some they actually blocked a little bit more uh, this week. They played their best game yeah. this week. So maybe you started this whole thing a while back ago by saying, hey, they normally get going and they start playing better and better as the season goes on. Damn, let's hope that that's what's going to go on with this offensive line. But I, I think that's what they've got to do. They've got to get better for Tua. Yeah. Because where Miami screwed up is what I said. This reminds me of Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. And I got pissed at Indianapolis that, and I don't care about the Colts, but I knew Andrew Luck was a special player. And as a football fan, dude, I don't want to see Andrew Luck leave. I want to see him play in this league. Mm -hmm. And we lost a great young quarterback but you allowed the guy to take a beating because you didn't build the wall of Montezuma in front of a tree trunk. Yep. Well, you, you don't have a tree trunk. You don't, you don't even have a fire hydrant. Okay. <laughs> because the kid, the Kyler Murray kid, he's small, but at least he's like a little fire hydrant. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, Russell Wilson is stock. Tua's not that. So you've got to protect Tua with the world, dude. And that's where they screwed up. They should have bought an offensive line. Oh yeah. They should have bought quality linemen because you knew you were drafting an injury-prone player. So before he comes back, you need to improve those guys in front of him. That, to me, is the goal over the next couple of weeks while you wait for Tua to come back. Yeah, 100%. You, you hit the nail on the head because they did it wrong, and now it's time to fix the wrong that they did. Because if not... Right, right. You know, the season's still... Then it's ignorance. Then mm -hmm. it's ignorance. Then it's insanity. Same thing over and over again. The same thing over and over again. No, you cannot do that. So you better do whatever you have to do to protect Tua. And you, by the way, by protecting him, you can find out if he can play or not. Exactly. <laughs> but but injured and running for his life, you'll never find you out. You, have. you don't know what you have. You don't know what you have. And I'm convinced he can play at this level. I'm sorry. Mm. I am. I'm just convinced. But I also know that he's not, he doesn't have the body of other quarterbacks. So he can't sit there and take a beating for you, dude. He just can't. That's not who he is. Yeah. It's not Ben Roethlisberger. He's not even Ryan Tannehill. Ryan <laughs> can take a beating. Big Ben can take a beating. Cam Newton can take a beating. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, Justin Herbert's big. He can take a couple of hits. Two was not built like that. And you should know that. Yeah. That's the thing. We all knew it. You got to know it. And so the Dolphins have got to do better by him. That's their fault. That's where that that's where they screwed up big time. Yeah, 100 percent. Well, Big O, it's been a fantastic show. Again, some great insight from the both of us, I must say. <laughs> great job as always, my brother.
Excellent. Um, hopefully, we do it every week. Get back together. So after a big Colts win, back to five hundred. Yes. Yes. Um, if if I'm pretty sure people know, but Big O Show, go check him out every morning. What else you got going on? Ten a.m. Ten a.m. every week. week. Yeah. Huh? You got How's anything that? going on this week on the on the show? Well, we always do. Um, listen, we got three Dolphin insiders that are in the locker rooms. Well, not in the locker rooms right now, but you know what I mean? They cover the team. Joe Shad from the Palm Beach Post, uh, Alan Pupar from Sports Illustrated, and Omar Kelly from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. They are locked into our show. Uh, they are on with us twice a week, uh, all week long. So we obviously plenty of, uh, of Dolphin talk on the show. We talk all the local sports, obviously, in South Florida. Dolphins are center. You can find us on all platforms at Big O Radio Show. Big O Radio Show. And, of course, on our YouTube channel. Please uh, subscribe and like and all that good stuff. Always appreciate it. And, uh, and, and sign up to the podcast. And hopefully we'll see you there every day. And it's podcasted. So if you do miss it, you can listen to it whenever you want. In fact, while we're talking right now, there's a few people listening to it, which we are blessed. <laughs> yes, Thank you sir. very much. So and be sure Big O Show on Twitter, by the way. Big O Show on Twitter. Be sure to go follow him. Hit that subscribe button. How about the Big O Show? Fantastic show. Fantastic, guys. Thank you, brother. Got, um, but, yeah, I'll see you next week. And, again, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Big, I want a big win. Yes. I don't want, I don't want like, a field goal win. I want, like, a 14-point win against the Colts. And, and you know what? The mistakes this week and all that and how close they were to a victory, I think will make them hungrier to say, okay, we, we got to we gotta win this week. And plus, come on, dude. There's only one person more fragile than Tua, Carson Wentz. <laughs> well, let's go. Yeah. I'll see you next week, bud. All right, be good. For real, guys, if you haven't yet, be sure to go check out Big O Show's uh, YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Help him uh, over there. And you can watch his shows. I think he said at 10 o'clock every morning he goes live on the YouTube. So go over there. Support him. Hit that subscribe button over there. But that is the video. Tomorrow is going to be the film breakdown. Hopefully all 22 comes out on the U.S. version. If not, I'm going to have to do my thing to get the overseas version. And we're going to have a lot to show. Because there's a lot of bad plays, a lot of missed plays, but a lot of good plays. And I'm going to be talking a lot about Jalen Phillips because a lot of people are uh, underestimating him. But other than that, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, probably around 11 o'clock, I'll release that video. But like usual, guys, stay classy. And fins up.